Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul, FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis, Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Volunteer firefighters on the front lines of the Texas wildfires. They live in the community. They protect Wheeler Volunteer Fire Department firefighters battling the Smokehouse Creek Fire, the largest wildfire in Texas, 21-year-old Chase Helton. We don't want to be on the fires. We don't like when fires coming, but we enjoy what we do, and we're thankful to help the community. He's at the front of the truck, dousing the flames. His 25-year-old Yurik Marshall drives the truck through the intense blaze in an effort to help contain it. Everybody's trying to do the same thing and get it all put out safely and get to go home. I'm Julie Walker. Three trains involved in a derailment in eastern Pennsylvania that left some railroad cars along a riverbank. There were no reported injuries or hazardous material concern that happened in Lower Sewerkin Township. This is SRN News. This week in the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt, brought to you in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Former President Donald Trump is indicted yet again. Senator Tom Cotton. I think it's another politicized prosecution that's more befitting of a third world banana republic than our great country. Join us for our program and sign up for our podcast at townhallreview.com. Every Saturday evening at 7 and Sunday nights at 11, here on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. It's now the top of the 1 o'clock hour here at WWTC Studios in Egan. And I wanted to let you guys know that we're looking at a mostly sunny Sunday today with a high near 69 degrees. It's a beautiful Sunday out there. Mostly cloudy tonight with a low of 36. And if you like saving money as much as I do, check out the Half-Off Deals program. With the Patriot Half-Off Deals program, you can save 50% or more on great products and services in the Twin Cities. Visit am128thepatriot.com and click the Half-Off Deals icon to find out more. Portions of the following program may have been pre-recorded. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan, here is the closer, Brad Carlson. AM 1280 The Patriot. It is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with another edition of the broadcast we like to call The Closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take your phone calls, 651-289-4488. If you'd like to weigh in via Twitter, feel free to do so. Just use hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N Show, hashtag NarnShow for any comments or questions. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. 
And don't forget, we do have the live stream of the broadcast up and running at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. So, yeah, just go to Facebook, do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network, and give our page a like or a follow if you haven't done so already. And like I say, the live stream is up and running right now. Yeah, right now. Uh, You can feel free to jump on the comment section there and leave any uh, commentary you'd like. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in on this first weekend of March. Uh, Yeah, the first weekend of March is Northern Alliance Radio Network Anniversary Weekend. Yeah, it was uh, March 6th. It was a Saturday back in 2004 when the Northern Alliance Radio Network made its debut. It used to be one three-hour show with, like, a cast of thousands. Well, no, not really, but, like, eight or nine conservative bloggers rotating in and out of the studio uh, between segments. And uh, Mitch Berg, who still is a member of the Northern Alliance Radio Network, kind of uh, directing traffic and moderating the discussion. Yeah, the Northern Alliance Radio Network made its debut on the first weekend of March 20 years ago. Yeah, 20th anniversary weekend. Unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. I may or may not get into that. Uh, I didn't get an opportunity to listen to Mitch's show yesterday, so I don't know if he talked much about it. But I will tell you, the long-awaited 10th anniversary party is now going to be fused with the anticipatory 20th anniversary party. Yeah, we are going to have a big celebration uh, I can't give specifics just yet, but follow the Northern Alliance Radio Network on Facebook and Twitter. And if you're a Facebook friend of myself or Mitch Berg, uh, you know, we'll we'll probably announce it there. And Mitch will probably announce it at Shot in the Dark Info, and I'll probably announce it at bradcarlson.org. But we are going to have a party, doggone it, and it's coming up soon. So be sure to stay tuned, and uh, we'll get the word out to you as soon as humanly possible. Well, I do want to take this first hour... Uh, There are a lot of things that uh, have occurred this past week that really underscore the destructive nature of progressive policies and how progressivism basically is is just a power grab. They aren't interested in legislating in order to solve problems so much as to ensure They have perpetual reign over elected government. And perhaps there's been no greater example of that over the years than in the issue over the second, the issue of uh, gun violence, gun safety, Second Amendment, what have you. And I've, you know, I say, I feel like I say it. Constantly, but whenever there is a spree killing with a gun, progressives literally before the bodies are even cold are politicizing the event and basically saying, well, if the Republicans have blood on their hands because they're accepting NRA money and the NRA because they're keeping the Republican politicians well-funded, Republicans as such aren't willing to entertain any matters to stop gun violence because they're beholden to the NRA. And anybody who says that now, you can summarily ignore because the NRA is has not been relevant as far as influence over gun uh, pro Second Amendment elected officials. They haven't. Okay, the NRA is basically the leadership. The NRA itself, not so much, but the leadership who's been running that. I mean, Wayne Lapierre just went through a trial where he was found guilty of. Uh, basically corruption over the organization, right? And 
they aren't even in the top 100 of organizations that fund politicians, okay? In fact, it's it's classic projection when anybody says the NRA is is fun, is got politicians in their pocket and that's why these politicians who get NRA money aren't passing gun control. No, the the, the politicians aren't getting money from the NRA. It's just it's a it's a lie. And anybody who says that, they're full of crap and you can ignore them. And they're not serious people. But it's also dangerous when elected officials are touting that. Elected officials on the left side of the aisle because it shows they're not interested in having a serious discussion about curbing gun violence. Uh, I hearken back to just a couple of weeks ago. We've talked about, we talked about on last week's show, the murder of the three Burnsville first responders. You know, it's grabbed my attention probably more than most high-profile shootings simply because, well, I live here in the Twin Cities, and I've seen the impact it's had on our community. I mean, Burnsville's basically right next door. We're, we're the studio here is in Egan. Burnsville's right next door. And I've seen the impact it's had in this area, in this entire community. I dare say this entire state. And, of course, it's made national news as well. Because I remember 30 years ago when two St. Paul police officers were shot and killed in the line of duty because I I had just moved out of St. Paul a couple months prior after having lived there literally all my life, which at that point was 25 years. Okay? And this was the largest uh, incident involving the deaths of first responders since that 1994 incident. So that's why it's really grabbed my attention. And obviously, myself being a Second Amendment uh, advocate, I, I'm obviously very concerned because the left will look to politicize this. And, and, and with, with this event, it's no exception. And again, the thing that always happens is they say, well, if this measure would have passed, this could have been prevented. Well, no, it couldn't have. Well, now we need to pass this particular gun control measure, and that will stem the tide of any incidents like this again. And no, it won't. No, it won't. Because as we learn more about shootings, you see, apparently it's a sin to wait 48 hours for some concrete facts to come out about an incident like this. Because they want to pounce on it right away, the, the gun grabbers. And then when they're proven that, hey, the measures you're proposing or suggesting could have prevented this, would not have prevented it. They never walk back their politicization of these events. So this is from Tuesday's St. Paul Pioneer Press. A firearm found at the Burnsville shooting scene where two officers and a firefighter were mortally wounded has been traced to a Burnsville firearm shop, according to the owner. Now the person who bought the gun is being investigated for committing a straw purchase. When someone buys a gun legally and provides it to someone who is prohibited from having it, said John McConkie, owner of the Modern Sportsman. Hey, I've shot there before. It's a nice gun range. The Modern Sportsman had no way of knowing the lower receiver of an AR-15 would end up in a convicted felon's prohibited person's possession, McConkie said in a statement Tuesday. The prohibited person was not there during the transfer process, nor was his name on any of the enclosed documents. Someone bought the AR-15 lower receiver from an out-of-state online retailer and shipped it to the Modern Sportsman's Burnsville location for transfer. The purchaser passed the background check and took possession of the firearm January 15, 2024, McConkie said. 
A transfer is when the purchaser of a firearm is required to fill out an FBI background check to legally obtain the firearm. An individual must have a clean criminal history and a Minnesota permit to purchase or carry to obtain a lower receiver in the state, McConkie noted. So now we get to the issue at hand because gun grabbers, they say that uh, Republican politicians, typically, you know, who are second, who are strong on the Second Amendment, they say they have no interest in solving the gun violence problems. And that's emphatically false. You have the Minnesota, you know, Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus, of which I am a, a proud member. They, they do yeoman's work to ensure that, hey, we believe this legislation can be passed to stem the tide of incidents similar like similar to this, while also, this is the key, protecting the gun rights of law-abiding citizens. See, there is a balance that can be struck here. Yeah, I, I myself as a Second Amendment advocate, I don't want guns getting in the hands of people who are prohibited from having guns. And the Burnsville shooter had his gun rights revoked due to felony convictions. He tried, he petitioned to get them restored in, in 2020, and it was denied. So that tells you that this person is obviously a dangerous person that should not have a gun. So the obvious solution here is we need to prevent straw purchases because that seems to be the way that criminals who are prohibited from having guns are getting guns. Well, how is that done? Well, short of implementing some sort of minority report system of determining pre-crime, how can a firearms dealer deny a sale to an individual who has fulfilled all the requirements to own a gun and has passed the necessary background checks? Now, if you own, if you run a private business, private enterprise, you know, the discretion is yours. You, you know, I, I'm not sure of the legalese of this, but it seems to me if you're under suspicion, you know, someone comes in to buy a gun and, and you say, well, this person, uh, I don't, I don't know. They, they seem to have, they, I get a sense they have nefarious intent, but short of that, how do you deny them the purchase of a, of a firearm? Well, what seems to be more obvious is that if someone is engaged in a straw purchase, someone goes in, buys a gun, and then is given a few hundred extra bucks from someone who's prohibited from owning a gun to give it to them, okay? Well, what would discourage the practice of a straw purchase? A straw purchase is already illegal, but yet it's being done. So what would discourage the practice? Well, the obvious solution is to hand down extremely harsh punishments to a straw buyer who purchases guns that wind up being used in felonious crimes, right? Wouldn't that seem obvious? Well, uh, let's go back to 2019. And Dylan, if we have that ready, cut number one. Uh Then Hennepin County Attorney Mike Freeman, this is back in late February of 2019, was testifying before a Minnesota House committee uh, regarding 
straw purchases. I'll just let this uh, clip speak for itself. This is uh, cut number one, then Hennepin County Attorney Mike Freeman. Mr. Chairman, I would like Rep- to see us actually start enforcing the laws we have. Maybe that might help as well. Mr. Chairman, oh, Representative, one of the problems with that is the legislature has made the penalty for that a simple misdemeanor. Our police officers simply don't bring us those cases because the penalty is insufficient. If you make that a 10-year felony, sir, I promise you, the police bring me a case, I'll charge it myself. So there you have it. Penalties aren't harsh enough. And Rob Doerr, Senior Vice President, Government Affairs with the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus, came out and said, look, we at the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus, we have been hitting at back at Democrats for a long, long time trying to make the penalties for straw, for straw purchases much more harsh. But they're not. So let's start there. Because, again, to say that would eliminate 100% of straw purchases, I think, is living in fantasy land. But if someone were aware that purchasing a firearm on behalf of someone else, and that rises a level to a serious felony, regardless of whether that gun is used in, in a crime, a felony or not, would that not discourage people from, from committing that straw purchase? Wouldn't that discourage it? I think it would. Because they'd say, you know what? A few hundred bucks, that ain't worth the risk. But if I get caught, well, you know, it's a misdemeanor. Heck, yeah, I'll I'll buy a gun on your behalf, and I'll get a few hundred extra bucks on on, on top of it. And you're not going to use it to commit a crime, are you? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. So, again, that tells you that gun-grabbing legislators, they're not serious about stemming the tide of gun violence because reasonable solutions are offered by Second Amendment advocates and lobbyists And they aren't heeded. They're summarily dismissed. They're ignored, especially now in an environment where you have the DFL that controls statewide government. And they feel like they could just run roughshod and pass whatever they want. So, again, it only takes one senator, Minnesota state senator with a conscience to say, whoa, 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 time out, time out. This is a bridge too far. Passing legislation that has nothing to do with the crime you're reacting to is only going to serve to undermine somebody's right to self-defense. So we'll certainly keep an eye upon this to be certain. 651-289-4488, that is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. And don't forget, we have a live stream of the broadcast up and running at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. Brad Carlson, the Closer, back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. BearingArms.com covers Second Amendment issues, self-defense, the latest gear, and more. That's BearingArms.com. I'm sure glad you're my sister, Addie. Yep, you're my best buddy. Mom says you were their little surprise. What would we do without you? Well, you'll probably get your own gum. Yeah, that's true, but you're worth it. Hello, my name is Carrie. I work with Pro-Life Across America, the billboard people. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives to abortion or needs post-abortion assistance 
or would like to support the life-saving work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America, educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America, the new FedNow system is paving the way for the digital dollar. It grants the government unprecedented access to your financial transactions. This isn't just an invasion of privacy. It's a direct assault on your liberty and hard-earned money. It's another reason why I recommend physical gold IRAs from the Birch Gold Group. I'm Lance Wall now. I'm a news analyst and a podcaster with nearly 25 million downloads to people just like you who cherish their financial independence. A precious metals IRA can help you avoid the scrutiny of Big Brother while also preserving your retirement savings through almost anything, including economic crashes, political instability, and even hyperinflation. To find out more, get your free info kit on gold IRAs by texting the word FAITH to 989898. Birch Gold Group is the only gold company I trust. Get their free info kit and see how a gold IRA can help you. Text FAITH to 989898. Remember, there's no strings attached. Text FAITH to the number 989898 right now, and I pray you're blessed with continued prosperity. Your children and grandchildren are inheriting a world that's more upside down than ever before. They'll need extraordinary skills to make a positive impact. A Christian education will give them the solid foundation they need to not only endure, but thrive. And that education is available for half off their first year through TwinCitiesTuitions.com. To see our full list of participating schools and to see if the half-off tuitions program is a good fit for your family, go to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Looking to make a difference? Volunteer for your local fire department. Join a family that will serve with you, always have your back, and train you to be the best version of yourself. Visit MakeMeAFirefighter.org. Hey, welcome back. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks always for tuning in. 651-289-4488. That is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. And don't forget uh, our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page where we have a live stream of the broadcast up and running. So, yeah, you can watch the broadcast as well and leave a comment or question in that comment thread. And as always, we thank you for tuning in on this 20th anniversary weekend of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Yeah, it was the first weekend back in 2004 when the Northern Alliance Radio Network made its debut, back when it was one three-hour show on a Saturday, and about eight or nine different conservative bloggers rotated in and out of the studio to talk about whatever they so darn well, whatever they darn well please. But uh, again, folks, keep a... Uh, Keep abreast to all of the details regarding the 20th anniversary Northern Alliance Radio Network party, whether it's right here on the Patriot, our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page, our Narn Show Twitter account, or Mitch and I will promote it on our Facebook pages. If you are friends of ours on Facebook, we'll promote it there as well. Yeah, definitely stay tuned. Want to transition now to a uh, story that I've been following. I didn't get to it last week. And it's just an absolutely heartbreaking account of a young lady uh, by the name of Lakin Riley. She was a student at the University of Georgia, down in Athens, Georgia. She was out for a morning run. This was about a week and a half ago. 
and she ended up being murdered. And a man by the name of Jose Antonio Ibarra, who is in the country illegally and has been, I think he was charged with a crime in Queens of injuring a child and was never charged. I mean, he's here illegally, so that in and of itself is a crime. Um, Yet was living in Athens, Georgia, and just free to walk about in what is uh, considered a sanctuary sanctuary county, Athens-Clark County, and killed this young woman. And it's amazing to me that, you know, we talked in the first segment about how progressives are so quick to try to enact some sort of gun control in response to a violent incident where a gun is used, and the proposals they're putting forth would not have prevented the incident that they're reacting to, okay? It's just all about control. It's all about power with them. But yet, when there are multiple incidents in this country of people who are here illegally committing violent crimes, yet there's no, it's crickets from the same, from the same ilk. Their policies, sanctuary policies, it's progressives who are big fans of sanctuary states, sanctuary counties, all are welcome here, that sort of thing. Nobody is illegal, all right? Basically, the, the, the concept behind sanctuary states, sanctuary counties, is if there is someone that is in the country illegally, they will not cooperate with the feds. You know, the feds, it's their jurisdiction uh, to handle people who are here illegally. They will not cooperate with the feds and basically give illegal aliens sanctuary and allow them just to go about their lives living in the United States, living in different parts of the United States. And those policies, you could argue, have led to the deaths of many people. And Lake and Riley is is the face of this crime. And you can tell that this is a black mark against progressive policies by the way the media reported on it. Like the Associated Press, their Twitter account, said the killing of a nursing student out for a run highlights the fears of solo female athletes. That's what you call in the the journalism business of burying the lead. And the Atlanta Journal and... Atlanta Journal Constitution referred to this uh, referred to Ibarra as a uh, as an Athens man. Okay, why why don't they report the actual facts? He is in this country illegally, and were our laws enforced, or liberties weren't taken by government officials to declare certain counties and states as sanctuaries, this would not have happened. Pure and simple, uh, Mary Catherine Ham conservative commentator, and who actually went to the University of Georgia and ran on that same running trail as Lake and Riley. You know, she she put this out on Twitter. She responded to that AP uh, tweet that said, you know, the killing of a nursing student out for a run highlights the fears of solo female athletes. And Mary Catherine Ham replied to that. Uh, Hi, female athlete here. I ran this exact trail every single week of my college career. 
I guess it could have been snuffed out before I graduated, had a career, family, and the professionals at the AP would lie about the suspect because it fits, it fits a preferred narrative. Abara is not merely an Athens resident, and Lake and Riley and every other student was put in danger by not enforcing laws and allowing a man arrested three times after crossing the border to hang out and work on campus. He had to escalate to allege murder to be held and or risk deportation. Good policies. Good work. The story even cites the 2018 murder of Molly Tibbetts in Iowa as a reason solo female runners should be worried. Also, without noting, her killer was an illegal immigrant. Just stop lying. So, and then uh, she goes on to say, well, I should correct myself. Ibarra has a handful of offenses to his name. Crossing border, unlicensed driving, unregistered car, endangering a child where he was arrested and charged. And now this where he was arrested and charged. Not three arrests. The more I look at this AP story, the dumber it is. It talks about a real fear, a real threat. It doesn't attempt to give context that would help readers rationally evaluate how scared they should be, aside from a brief mention of unspecified stats, that such attacks are rare. It misses the story and its basic facts by posting that a more appropriate narrative-fitting story is the real story. And again... This is a classic example of a phrase that Jim Garrity of National Review touted close to a decade ago, and it's still depressingly relevant, and that is narrative journalism, where the media puts forth a story that basically foments progressive narratives. You say they start with a narrative, and then, and then they work backwards to get to a story that will fit that narrative. And they don't mention the background of this Jose Ibarra because it punctures progressive narratives about how sanctuary states, sanctuary counties, sanctuary cities, well, that's the compassionate, you know, uh, human thing to do. And, and, And no human is illegal, so stop calling them illegal immigrants or illegal aliens. Nobody is illegal. And it would also further punctuate narratives about how the border is secure because you have Corinne Jean-Pierre gaslighting on a regular basis. You know, she, the White House press secretary, about how the border is secure. But that, but she says that to kind of distract from the fact that Joe Biden reversed a lot of Trump executive orders that was that were protecting the border. We'll have a lot more to say about this when we come back. Take your phone call, 651-289-4488. Brad Carlson, The Closer, back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. Retirement doesn't have to be complicated. Are you sick of all the fancy charts and investment mumbo-jumbo thrown at you to justify the Wall Street fees you're being charged? It's not the size of your nest egg that matters, but rather the income it can produce. Hi, I'm Mitch Lyons, best-selling author and star in a brand-new Hollywood documentary called The Retirement Deception. In this film, we traveled over 20,000 miles interviewing real Americans who have retired successfully with a great lifestyle and peace of mind. They share their stories on how they get more retirement income with the same dollar saved, and the money is never at risk if the market crashes. That's right. If the market crashes 30%, you lose nothing. Even the super wealthy are shifting money into this new strategy because it increases their retirement income or can allow them to stop working years sooner. So if you are over 50 and want a bigger, better, stress-free retirement, call today to speak to a specialist and get a free copy of this brand new movie, The Retirement Deception. Call 888-365-1409. This is a $30 value, but when you call today, you get it completely free. So don't delay. Call right now, 888-365-1409. That's 888-365-1409. 
Hey, honey, did you hear about the Robbinsdale Women's Center changing its name to Crystal Women's Clinic? Oh, really? Why the name change? Well, it seems they've outgrown their space, and the additional room is critical to their mission of empowering women in unplanned pregnancies by providing the truth about all their options and the resources they need to choose life. Well, what's the name change? Crystal Women's Clinic, a ministry of Robbinsdale Women's Center. The new space has additional exam rooms and equipment, a large educational space, and an expanded baby boutique where families can shop for free, brand-new baby items. The new space isn't just a logistical move. It's a strategic decision to enhance their ability to help the 8 out of 10 women they serve who are at risk of aborting their baby. Well, let's consider partnering with them by donating to supportlife.org. That's easy to remember. Supportlife.org. Let's help them empower women and preserve life. That's supportlife.org. Over 50,000 police officers are assaulted on the job each year, leading to injuries and death. This is the reality they deal with when making contact with the public. Another reality is that if someone doesn't comply with a lawful order or uses force against them, police may have to use sufficient force in response to obtain compliance. Use of force is always ugly. Nobody likes it, especially police, and nobody knows how it will turn out. Spread the word. For de-escalation to work, both parties must de-escalate. And de-escalation isn't necessary if there is no escalation. Help police by not escalating. Don't attack or try to disarm an officer. Whether it's getting asked a question, getting a citation, or getting arrested, don't argue, don't resist, don't flee. After the encounter has been resolved is the time to address any complaints. Comply now, complain later. Keep everybody safe. This message brought to you by the National Police Association. To learn more about how to help law enforcement accomplish its goals, visit nationalpolice.org. Hey, welcome back. AM twelve eighty, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network, with me, Brad Carlson. Six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. That is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Hashtag Narn Show. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. And don't forget the live stream of our broadcast is up and running at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page, so feel free to leave a comment there as well. As always, we appreciate you tuning in. I want to get to Mike's call. Uh, He is on line one. Mike is calling from Minneapolis. Mike, I appreciate your patience. You are on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hello. I just wanted to say, ironically, it's not the NRA that makes me want to own firearms. I'm not even that comfortable being around firearms. It's these left-wing fascist politicians. They're not progressives. They're not liberals. They are out of the closet fascists that make me want to own firearms and defend myself. And tying in with the illegal immigration, you have all these criminals coming into the country. Some are probably terrorists that make me want to own firearms, and I hope you and the rest of your colleagues will make this point. Yeah, I appreciate the uh, the call, Mike. Thanks so much. And you hit on a key point. Uh, there's kind of a meme that's been floating around. It says where basically someone says, uh, um, "You, you government official, telling me I don't need a gun is probably the exact reason why I want to own one." The more you keep telling me I don't need to own a gun, um, that, that kind of raises the uh, red flag. So it's kind of in line with what Mike said. And, yeah, he's exactly right. Uh, it's the constant undermining of law-abiding citizens because these cumbersome laws that elected officials will pass, you know, law-abiding citizen will abide by them, obviously. But criminals won't. 
And that's the thing that they ne- that they never seem to understand. And so it's like, well, pinky swear this time if this legislation is passed, I'll really stem the tide of uh, of gun violence. And again, criminals just they just don't follow laws. That's why the state safe storage law is such a joke, where you have to store store your weapon and your ammo separately for for safety reasons. That's undermining my self defense. If someone breaks in my front door, um, they're not going to grant a, grant me a timeout while I grab my firearm from one area and my uh, ammo from a different area, okay? But thanks for the call, Mike. We, we definitely appreciate it, all, all good points. So I was talking about the uh, murder of Lake and Riley. She, the University of Georgia student who was killed by an illegal alien in the media, conveniently glossing over it. And uh, I want to get to this next one. Uh, Dylan, if we have this ready, cut number two. This is uh, from the uh, mayor of Athens, Georgia. Um, let's see, don't uh, don't know, don't really uh, doesn't say his what his name is here. I'll look that up real quick. But yeah, uh, when they when these politicians are confronted with their uh, destructive policies and the consequences, unintended or maybe not so much. Kelly Gertz is the gentleman's name. Kelly Gertz is the current mayor of Athens, Georgia. And he held a uh, presser in the aftermath of the killing of La- of University of Georgia student Lake and Riley. Um, this, is, this is what they resort to. You know, they can't acknowledge the destructiveness of their policies, so they do what, well, the White House press secretary and other progressive outlets do, the gaslight. Uh, Dylan, this is about two and a half minutes long. I'm not sure I will play the entire clip, but I'll definitely cue you to stop it when I want to. Uh, again, Mayor Kelly Gertz of Athens, Georgia. This is cut number two. Humanity is the expectation of human dignity. While 2019 was not that long ago, you might remember the dynamic we were living in in the late teens in this country where you had President of the United States speaking in the most vile terms about people who were foreign born. And you had that notion oh, metastasizing in places like Charlottesville. When I was younger, so when we have, I was a criminal. And you know what I thought about doing? Crossing the border to Mexico to get away from my crimes. Son, I'm going to ask you to leave. Jesus Christ. He saved me, and I no longer live that lawless life, I'm, which you do. Son, I'm going to ask you, you to leave. You lawless, Mr. Mayor. I'd be glad to spend some time with you if you'd like some individual time. Yeah, I'd like to spend some time with you. Let's do that, but I, got, I need to continue. I got a question. Sorry. I went to read the brief, but I have a question. The most lucid, is that still in place? Is that, is, does that get the impression that this is a sanctuary city? What, no, you can't call it that under Georgia law? What we wish to do is dignify everybody's humanity. There's nothing in that no, resolution no. that creates the wall. You took an oath to uphold the law, not your feelings or nor your opinion. Chief of the No, sir. You're talking BS to us right now. I, I need to answer one question at a time. Right here, sir. Alex I, I'm going to continue my answer for a moment ago, and then I'll get it. You called me a white supremacist in your resolution. Well, that was not well, nice to me. Was what what we so wish to do? Humanity, huh? This is America still. What we wish to do? Okay. All right. 
is to understand is to understand that those families that are here came here under less than ideal circumstances. I've outlined my desire for better, better federal legislation that would standardize the immigration process. We've not been living in that environment. I mentioned I was a career educator. Eric Metaxas explains the process with this, this latest community. book. I've never, never ever, ever the felt reality not calling me to write a book. Those families some tend to be blended I, I, amongst no, a variety of immigration statuses. We want to create a stable environment for people in our communities. And when that community is disrupted by hate or vitriol, that's not a safe environment for their school children and their families to live in. Okay, so there we have it. Uh, Athens, Georgia Mayor... Uh, Kelly Gertz basically deflecting. That, that's what progressives do. Well, what, you know, they play this whataboutism game. What about Trump and Charlottesville and everything that was, was was going on there? And and all of a sudden, he's trying to put people on the defensive and make them defend Charlottesville. And it's like, oh, look at that. They're defending white supremacy. And and it's a straw man. It's, it's to distract from the real issue here that there is a direct consequence for destructive progressive policies, particularly sanctuary cities. Look, I'm not denying that there are families coming across the border to get away from hellish conditions in their home countries to come here to America. I'm not denying that at all. And as such, they need our support. And that's where, obviously, the church in America has come to help, whether it's provide food or shelter or help these families. Yeah, yeah, they are here illegally. But some have legitimately filed for asylum claims, and they actually follow the law. They say, okay, here's your court date. Be sure to show up on this date. But in the meantime, they're here in this country. They're released in this country. I think they should be cared for. This may be an unpopular opinion in some, but you know what? There are some families who come here and give a legitimate asylum claim and will show up to their court date, say, two, three weeks later. But in the, but in the interim, the two or three weeks, what do you do? Well, I, I think these people are worthy of help. They deserve help. But the problem is when you get people come across the border and commit multiple crimes and are arrested and charged multiple times and yet are still walking free out there, how is this happening? Why is this happening? And when people ask questions like that, they're accused of being xenophobic. And they're hit back. Well, no, no person is illegal. You know, it's just straw man. It's just a bunch of straw man and gaslighting that progressives have to offer in response to this. Without, instead of taking account, being held accountable for their destructive policies that have led to this, and the media is all too complicit in it by lying about what really happened, saying, "Well, this shows the danger of of young female athletes out there going for a jog." Okay. And I'm not dismissing that that's an issue at all, but to say that that is the main reason why this is happening is absolutely insane. And once again, it underscores another theme that we've been talking about on this show. A corrupt and dishonest media is a far greater threat to this republic than Donald J. Trump. I'll tell you what, Dylan, we're going to take an early break here. I want to leave some time on the last segment this hour to go over a couple of more things. And we are still available to take your phone call, folks, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. And don't forget the live stream of our broadcast is up and running at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. 
Brad Carlson, The Closer, back with one final segment this hour. Go nowhere. Hear the top voices in conservative radio on your Amazon smart speaker. Now streaming AM 1280 The Patriot. Intelligent radio. Just ask Alexa to play The Patriot Minneapolis. That's play The Patriot Minneapolis. You want to feel important. You want to be part of something bigger, something that matters and that can help change things. You want to feel like you belong. We felt that way too. I am Sergeant First Class David Crow from Farmington, Minnesota, and that's why we did something about it. We aren't just Minnesota Army National Guard soldiers. We are people just like you, and together we can make a difference. Take on your legacy. Visit nationalguard.com forward slash MN to find out more. Sponsored by the Minnesota Army National Guard, aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association, and this station. This is Dennis Prager. I am excited to announce the all-new PragerTopia Plus. You can listen to my show whenever it's convenient for you, all commercial-free and all on demand. Now with Prager Plus, search topics, guests, and segments all the way back to 2010. And now a truly exciting new benefit, my monthly online video get-together for PragerTopia Plus members only. This is where for an hour each month, PragerTopia Plus members get an exclusive chance to ask me anything. That's right, anything. It's on video. I'll be talking to you and answering your questions. We may even have a special guest every now and then. I've never done this. Submit your questions for me at PragerTopia.com. This is only available to PragerTopia Plus members. This is our chance to connect like never before. Go to PragerTopia.com or click the banner at DennisPrager.com. There are progressive forces and organizations dividing us as a people and as a country. They stoke hatred and division to hide the real problems and keep us angry. We've seen this pattern repeat itself over and over again. We have to take a new course. And now's the time to return to our cultural roots of faith, family, and education. Over half of black students in Minneapolis public schools are failing. But black students in the same neighborhoods who attend private faith-based schools perform above national averages. Every parent should have the choice and the right to send their child to a safe and excellent school. And today... Nearly 80% of black children in the Twin Cities live day-to-day without their father. That's four out of every five. Take Charge Minnesota believes that America works for everyone, regardless of race or social standing. Get more information by going to TakeChargeMN.com. What is dedication? People ask how your children learn how to ride a bike, and you didn't. I just created an environment where they taught themselves, and all I had to do was be there. That's dedication. Visit fatherhood.gov to hear more. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Hey, welcome back. AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks so much for tuning in. Here to take a phone call, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show with any comments or questions. And don't forget the live stream of the broadcast is up and running at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. So feel free to check us out there. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. So uh, I'm kind of going over story after story here that doesn't sound very uplifting and kind of throws you into a depressive state of our country, I guess it is. Uh, 
the rather bizarre and shocking incident that took place this past week, a U.S. airman by the name of Aaron Bushnell, who I believe was an uh, he is an active duty uh, member of the Air Force. I believe he was stationed in Texas. He traveled to the I believe it was the Israeli embassy in Washington, D.C., and proceeded to douse himself in accelerant and light himself on fire all the while saying, Free Palestine, Free Palestine, Free Palestine. Obviously, he's protesting against the the war that's in the Middle East. Israel has uh, enacted a very aggressive offensive in Gaza in response to Hamas's terror attack that took place uh, almost five months ago now. And yeah, there's been a lot of death and carnage uh, of Palestinian citizens and children, many of whom are innocent, caught in the crossfire of this. And, and that, that's exactly what Hamas wanted. They knew this would elicit this kind of response from Israel. They're basically using the country Palestine, particularly Palestinian citizens, as human shields so they can win the PR war. And, of course, our American media is all too an all-too-willing accomplice to make that happen. So this, Aaron, this guy uh, offed himself, Aaron Bushnell, to stand in solidarity with Palestine. Now, I'm sorry, if you are so far gone that you're willing to kill yourself, whether you're depressed over your life or the state of this world or... You know, say this Aaron Bushnell, he did this in order to bring attention to the atrocities in Palestine. I don't know, that's not a healthy mental state to be in. It's just not. I'm not a doctor, I'm not a psychologist, but anybody willing to light themselves on fire, knowing they're probably going to die or have painful injuries for the rest of their natural lives, and this was a relatively young man, you're not in a good mental state. But yet, what do leftists do? They basically lauded this guy as a hero, saying, look at this, this guy was so passionate about a cause we believe near and dear to our hearts. He's exactly right. The Palestinian people are are, are being threatened with genocide by, by, by Israel, that he's doing the right thing here. Well, number one, this isn't going to move the needle whatsoever. Israel is going to do what they're going to do, and they aren't going to take time away to say, oh, my gosh, a a United States airman uh, lit himself on fire and died uh, shouting free Palestine. Boy, maybe we ought to reassess our response here. No, Israel's not going to do that. You can argue whether they should scale back their offensive, but that's a separate argument entirely. But they're not going to be influenced by this person killing himself. They're they're just not, nor should they be. But yet you get someone like Cornell West, who is a very popular left-wing academic that appears regularly on MSNBC, put out on Twitter, "Let let us never forget the extraordinary courage and commitment of Brother Aaron Bushnell, who died for truth and justice. I pray for his precious loved ones. Let us rededicate ourselves to genuine solidarity with Palestinians undergoing genocidal attacks in real time. Courage. The man killed himself. Okay? That's kind of like calling the 9-11 terrorists 
you know, courageous. Bill Maher got in a, a sticky wicket for that. Say, say what you want about the 9-11 terrorists. You know, they, they flew into a building for their cause. That's not cowardly. I mean, Bill Maher had his show politically incorrect basically canceled because of that. Now, again, I'm not putting Aaron Bushnell in the level of terrorists. That may not be the best analogy. But I'm sorry. Someone willing to kill themselves over a cause that over this is going to have no impact on this cause whatsoever. None. It may get people in America all stirred up, but it's not going to be productive and it's not going to influence what Israel is going to do. It's just not. Spoiler alert, it's not. But what this could serve it to do is perhaps be an influence to copycats. People that may be willing to do the same thing. Uh, Brad Palumbo wrote about this at the New York Post. Progressives say they are really concerned about responsibly and sensitively handling mental health issues. That's why we need trigger warnings, sensitivity readers, and all that nonsense, right? But for some on the left, all that goes out the window when there's a chance to weaponize mental health to push an agenda they agree with. So much so that they're evidently willing to exploit and glorify a suicide. At least that's sure what it looks like after the shocking and reckless way many prominent left-wing figures have responded to the suicide of Aaron Bushnell, an active member of the Air Force who died by suicide Sunday in an act of protest against Israel's war in Gaza. While we should all feel compassion for the struggles of a person who is clearly deeply unwell, you'd think that even the most ardent Palestinian supporters would be careful not to glorify his death given the well-studied contagion effect this can have on prompting additional suicides. You'd be wrong. Left-wing academic and presidential candidate Cornell West tweeted uh, praising Bushnell's quote-unquote extraordinary courage and commitment and said he died for truth and justice. Similarly, Green Party presidential candidate Jill Stein tweeted out his last words and urged, rest in power, Aaron Bushnell. Former Pink Floyd member Roger Waters called him an all-American hero. Socialist influencer Owen Jones, who boasts a whopping 1.1 million Twitter followers, wrote Aaron Bushnell died because he had too much humanity for a world run by people who don't have any. Activist Asia Hijazi Hijazi, uh, added that Bushnell was not just a hero, but also a martyr. You get the idea. So uh, Brad Palumbo goes on to write that if you glorify people like this, Okay, people who have legitimate mental health issues are going to see this and say, you know what, I'm going to go out, pardon the pun, in a blaze of glory and look at all the lauding that I'm going to get. That'll be the happiest moment of my existence after I'm no longer here. And when you're mentally ill, that's kind of how how their minds work. Is even if you wouldn't be around to hear it, the idea that you could be lauded in such a manner really appeals to someone who has mental health issues. And again, I'm not, I am not denigrating people with mental health issues at all. I've had people in my own family that died because, due to mental health issues for one reason or another. Okay? So, so I know the real-world impact on it. And this idea that these supposedly credible people who have hundreds of th- thousands of followers on the largest social media app out there in Twitter, and someone like Cornell West, who's a presidential candidate and appears regularly on MSNBC, if people like that are going to say your name, well, that goes a long, long way with someone who is kind of on the edge mentally. 
So this comes around to a, a greater point, and uh, we'll try this again. Dylan, do we have, uh, let's see, cut number four ready? Eric Erickson piece. Eric Erickson encapsulates it perfectly. This is uh, cut number four. how every major progressive policy choice ultimately ends in the elimination of human beings. They support abortion. They don't want people to have kids because of the climate. They want boys to sterilize themselves by becoming girls. They want girls to sterilize themselves by becoming boys. And now they're championing a guy who poured gas on himself and lit himself on fire and killed himself in the name of Hamas. This is going to be the next TikTok craze. Eating the Tide Pods wasn't enough to eliminate the species. Progressives are going to convince the kids on TikTok to set themselves on fire now. Have you? So long story short, progressivism is a death cult. I mean, think about it. You know, Eric just gave you a laundry list of, of, of things that end the lives of human beings. Whether it's this guy setting himself on fire and then, you know, to stand in solidarity with Hamas or abortion or the progs telling us not to have kids, you know, because they do the climate change scaremongering. You know, sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities who wind up, you know, in the death of a, of a young lady, Lake and Riley, had her whole future ahead of her. Now it's gone in her early 20s. You know, soft on crime politicians, these criminals who should get longer jail sentences but are released in society to commit more crimes again. Gun control, basically leaving law-abiding citizens defenseless. You get the idea. Progressivism is, is a death cult, I guess, is the summary statement I want to make here. Hour number one in the books. Hour number two coming back in mere moments. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance, Radio Network. Back in a few. To avoid digital threats, turn on NordVPN. It's trusted by millions of users. Just visit NordVPN.com. One of the fastest VPNs on Earth will block web trackers, malicious websites, and malware-ridden downloads. It will also encrypt your Internet traffic while maintaining a smooth connection. So improve your digital privacy and protection against hackers with one simple click. Get the special deal at NordVPN.com and enjoy safer Internet daily. NordVPN. Cybersecurity built for every day. Trish Regan provides the analysis you need each day on the Trish Regan podcast on the Salem Podcast Network. The Democrats keep getting this one wrong. They think that they can just flip states. But suddenly all the Hispanics are going to vote for, for Joe Biden. And in fact, what you're actually seeing in places like Texas is Hispanics. They're overwhelmingly coming out in favor of Trump. Subscribe to the Trish Regan podcast today on Apple, Spotify, Google, YouTube, Rumble, or at SalemPodcastNetwork.com. I was nine weeks along and didn't know what else to do. I felt helpless and I didn't want to leave it up to her, but I didn't know what to do or say. I didn't know there were other options available. I didn't know it was a baby with a beating heart at 18 days. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard People. So often we get calls just like this from men and women seeking help and alternatives. Our 800 hotline connects callers to the services they need for pregnancy, adoption, as well as post-abortion assistance. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of confidential counseling or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out on the web, Pro ProLifeAcrossAmerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is educational, non-political, and tax deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America, the people. 
You and your business are online today more than ever. Most people are working from home and meeting via Internet, and that means IT structures are overtaxed and Wi-Fi is humming. An outage in one of your critical systems now could be a fatal blow to your operation. Arby's Computer Service is ready and able to help. Their staff is standing by and prepared to offer assistance. If your business IT system experiences a failure, give Arby's a call. Their professional team of certified computer and networking specialists is experienced in diagnosing and solving a wide range of issues. With Arby's Computer Service on the job, you'll never have to worry about dealing with IT-related issues on your own, whether it's for your personal system or business. Arby's Computer Service knows that Internet traffic is surging, and they're available now to help. You'll always get competitive pricing, trustworthy advice, and excellent customer service from Randy and his team at Arby's Computer Service. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. AM 1280, the page.